probability that one or more team members may be infected by intruder organism. 75%. If intruder organism reaches civilized areas, entire world population infected 27,000 hours from first contact. Welcome back to the Thing Minute podcast, where we discuss John Carpenter's 1982 science fiction horror masterpiece, The Thing, one minute at a time. I'm Harper W. Harris from HarperWHarris.com, and joining me again today is... Travis Bowe from Real Comic Heroes Podcast. Cool. Thanks for coming back, man. Absolutely. Um, before we get into the minute, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your podcast, since we've, we've mentioned it a little bit? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I'm from the podcast Real Comic Heroes, where my co-host Patrick and I mostly review comic book movies as well as some sci-fi, uh, James Bond, other like, sort of geeky genres. We started with movies from the, the 1950s, and we're moving through our list chronologically. And as of this recording, we've just published our Terminator review, and soon we'll be doing Supergirl from 1984 and then Back to the Future from 1985. So oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, if, uh, yeah, if you want to check us out, we're at you know pretty much anywhere on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter by, you know, if you search real comic heroes with uh, two E's in real, you'll, you'll find us. Awesome. How, how did you guys come up with that, that complete list? Like what, what were your criteria for, for which movies you wanted to review? <laughs> um, it started with just comic book movies and then I, th- we, I mean, it was kind of a no brainer for us to say, well, we're obviously we're going to do like uh, Star Wars and then Star Trek and then I wanted to do Planet of the Apes movies so we added those you know Indiana Jones and uh, James Bond I, I tricked Patrick into letting me <laughs> letting me add all the James Bond movies because he didn't realize how many there were <laughs> so yeah it just uh, it, it just grew and grew and it, my OCD is what you know, made us do the list uh, chronologically and starting, you know, in the past and just working through the uh, through the list one by one was purely just because I couldn't get my head around like jumping around. You know, I didn't yeah. want to do like <clears throat> say we, you know, did a, a Batman movie and then we switched to an Iron Man movie and then another Batman movie comes out. Well, now it doesn't you know, it doesn't fit in the set, you know? So for me, it was just make it by, by release date. And then we're just always working towards the, the present essentially. So, yeah, that's pretty cool too. Cause it's kind of like you're, you're kind of examining geek culture culture in in cinema and, you know, in that order and see how it kind of evolves. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So today we're talking about a minute 72 of the thing, which Begins with uh, Palmer asking Nalls, where's McCready? And then uh, ends a minute later with, uh, with Norris saying he's had plenty of time when they're, yeah. uh, when they're worried about uh, McCready at the door. So, so this one is another, another minute where we get the, the group kind of totally devolving again. Like you can yes. see that, that how close they are to turning at each other on a moment's notice. <laughs> yeah, I call this uh, suspicion and paranoia minute. Yeah, for sure. So we've gotten a few a few bits of that, but this one is just like 
over the top. Like it goes, it, they go from zero to 60 so fast. Right. And I, I think it's really interesting that at this point, Knowles is willing to just leave someone for dead. Yeah. You know, it's like he decides to cut McCready loose as opposed to like, like on one hand, he's doing it as opposed to risking bringing him back inside, you know, and so often in movies, we get where like, the group tries to defend each other against this, against the killer. But the nice part here is that we know the killer is one or more of this, you know, original group of 12. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the concept that the threat here is internal, not external. It's not like it's, you know, some uh, slasher, you know, who we don't know and, and is coming from somewhere else. It's like it's it's one of these guys, you know, because at this point the dog, you know, he's gone. So, it, it, yeah, it's just this nice mix of it could be one person. It could be multiple people. Mm-hmm. It could be the guy who's locked outside. It could be the guys locked inside, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I never thought about it this way, but it's uh, it is almost like it's like a zombie movie where you don't know who the zombies are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's yeah. it's not just like it's a it's a killer that we don't know who which yeah. person is the killer. It's also that that killer can you know uh, spread. <laughs> there can be yeah. more, more of them suddenly. Mm. Uh, so it's an even trickier kind of mystery to solve. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it is interesting. So. Nalls, uh, you know, talks about how he cut McCready loose uh, because he found that the presumably the same flight uh, shredded flight suit that Fuchs found earlier, which is interesting because uh, it seems like maybe, you know, we, we talked about in those minutes where it seemed like maybe somebody who was the thing was specifically setting Fuchs up to find that, like it right. led him outside, and then perhaps it tried to take over Fuchs, or Fuchs accidentally lit himself on fire, or you know, we don't know exactly what happened to him, but. I guess then it decided it needed to take a different approach. So whoever was kind of playing them took that same piece of planted evidence and put it up in McCready's shack and turned the lights on so that somebody right. would find it that way, which is mm. pretty conniving for the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's especially crazy because you never find those answers. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's a a who done it where you're going to find the answers to all these little inciting incidences. You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those answers never come. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the person who doesn't like uh, ambiguous endings or and, you know, yeah. or movies that don't give you a lot of answers, this might not be the one for you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, I I do think it's it's interesting to think about. Uh, you know, the fact that Nalls is worried that McCready was the thing is kind of interesting because you know finding the shredded uh, flight suit or underwear or whatever it is is certainly suspicious, but. Uh, the fact that he was up there with McCready alone in the shack for 45 minutes or, you know, that, that's how long yeah. they've been gone. Seems like that's almost enough evidence that he's not. That The fact that, you know, at least from Nall's perspective, you know, sure. like if they were alone, there's no reason why he wouldn't have taken him over. So it is. Yeah, I, I hadn't thought about that until watching this minute. But it, um, that is kind of interesting, I guess. I mean, you know, if you're in that kind of paranoid state, it's hard to kind of put that logic together, maybe when you're mm-hmm. sure that somebody else has been taken over. But yeah, it's, that seems like an obvious hint that he was not um, infected. <laughs> right. Yeah, but then on the other hand, it's like, why would these guys trust that Nalls wasn't infected? Exactly, you know? yeah. And I think you kind of said something about that last, you know, last episode where, you know, why let him in in the first place <laughs> if they were boarding up, you know, everything to keep these guys out? Yeah, why, why, why let him in? Why... 
why wouldn't he be infected if they, yeah, like you said, they, they've been together for now, you know, 45 minutes. That's so weird. Right. But, uh, Which is an especially long time to just go investigate that a light yeah, is turned on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's definitely, it's definitely suspicious. I can understand why Childs is, uh, is, you know, not, not ready to take his, uh, his flamethrower off Nulls that he's got trained <laughs> on the whole time. And yeah. I guess this is probably a good point to start talking about, uh, the interesting behavior of Palmer in these minutes. <laughs> sure, sure. So, so we said, you know, in the last minute, he immediately lets in Nalls like no questions asked, which is odd. And knowing, knowing as as we do later in the movie that he is that he is probably infected at this point, <laughs> more than likely. Um, yeah. You know, it's it makes it even more suspicious that Nalls might be infected too. That maybe he's letting somebody else in that he knows will will help him out. You know, somebody who's on his side. Oh yeah, I had never thought about the idea of them working together yeah yeah let's see i need flares a parka kerosene dog food wow who knew moving to an antarctic base would be so expensive and i haven't even started looking for roller skates and giant hats yet it's a good thing i'm using amazon so i can get the best price and get this stuff fast and since i'm using the thingminute.com amazon a small portion of my purchase goes to help the thing minute to help support the podcast now, if I can just get some of the listeners to use the thingminute.com slash Amazon, I might just be able to afford that flamethrower. But but then, of course, also Palmer's the one who kind of incites them to start fighting and, you know. Yeah, let's open it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even before that, they're like, you know, they're talking about, uh, Childs is like kind of mildly suspicious of Nalls. He's like, oh, you guys were out there together, huh? And, yeah, and you're telling yeah. us you think he's one of the things. And then Palmer and Norris immediately just like totally go at it. Norris is right. like, or Palmer says that the, the lights were out for a while, and Norris is like, it would have been the perfect time. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, just before that, it's surprisingly, it's Childs that said, you know, if he was even infected. Yeah. Um, and then kind of like, I like that Windows is kind of also he wants to just take a minute and you know, make sure they know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's a really interesting dynamic with, with the group that's left at this point, because uh, of the guys who are not kind of tied up and, you know, locked up like that. It's, um, you know, Norris and Palmer are kind of the first two that want to jump at, you know, taking somebody out, which, you know, knowing, knowing what we know definitely kind of points (laughs) to points to some things, but, and then Childs is like, kind of he's sort of neutral but is more on the aggressive side and windows is like neutral and more on the like hesitant side i guess yeah Um, i have i have some notes about childs in the next minute that that will definitely kind of talk about this but um yeah i want to save it for that but i like i like how short uh windows's fuse is here yes (laughs) (laughs) and especially with with the whole well the small group i like how the smallest thing here is like a spark that can ignite this explosion oh yeah and because they're all just so stressed out they're you know they're just so ready to kill each other yeah it's just really interesting and i i i know there's been a lot of discussion about the all-male cast Mm mm-hmm Um, but in minutes like this, I think it kind of works to show how willing they are to turn on each other. Like I know self-preservation is a genderless like reaction, but there's just something more savage about it here being only guys. And in minutes like this, I think it almost works in its favor. Yeah. I I don't, I don't disagree with that. I I think that there's certainly in, in these kind of moments of the movie, there's certainly kind of like a macho, 
violence yeah. to the movie yeah. where it's like, you know, uh, you know, Palmer just sort of, he accuses Windows again, again, which is like the second time in, in the last like six or seven minutes where Palmer's yeah. kind of thrown Windows under the bus with re- with basically no, like he has no reason to, <laughs> yeah. which is, you know, another thing that maybe makes Palmer, should make should make him more suspicious that he's sure. ki- kind of constantly throwing doubt on other people without any kind of evidence at all. Yeah. Well, I um, think he knows that Windows has a short fuse and and he knows what bus, what buttons to push. So mm-hmm. I know if I want to make Windows flip out and look like he's gone crazy, I know I can do that and then get the get the attention off of me essentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, you know, just kind of having those kind of bursts of violence is uh, I guess it's advantageous to the thing just in the sense that it kind of yeah. it takes away a sense of kind of leadership and control. Like it gives them a, a, a way to kind of, you know, and, and even maybe it might separate them at some point too if if they can't be around each other because they're constantly fighting. Yeah. Um, you know, it just in, in any kind of circumstance, it, it helps the thing out to kind of uh, break the group apart, which, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Norris is kind of jumping at these guys too. But then as soon as they break into the fight, we kind of see the the human side of Norris where he's he's yelling out that this is exactly what the thing wants. It wants to tear <laughs> us all apart. Yeah. So yeah, we get this little bitty burst of violence, and it's it's in, it's such an awesome moment that as they're fighting, they're in the middle of this fighting. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. In the background, we start to see the doorknob start to turn. <laughs> yeah. In this very like kind of classic horror movie moment, it's mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like looking at it like logically and knowing that it's just McCready and that, you know, that he is a human on the other side. It's kind of funny because it is sure like who opens a door like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, but it's a very, it's such a great kind of throwback moment to those kind of classic horror movie, that trope of, you know, seeing the doorknob turn and not knowing what's on the other side for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we get that slow push in with the camera to that door. And then, of course, that kind of stops them fighting because they uh, suddenly there's like a new, a new, an- another outside threat. Like, yeah, they remember kind of what they're even like worried about. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because it is kind of, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that it's like an, uh, it's a threat from the inside, not from the outside. So, yeah. you know, they're fighting amongst themselves. But then as soon as they see, that there's uh, another, you know, an outsider, somebody who's outside of their core little group. They immediately kind of forget what they're fighting about, and they're all kind of on the same side again. They never, after this point, they yeah. never bring up again that Nulls was maybe infected. Like, sure. it's never even a thought at any point in the rest yeah. of the movie, which is interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting that in the in the script... There's not a whole lot of differences this week between what we have and what's in the script or in the and the TV version is something I've been kind of following along as we go. Oh, okay. um, but one of the only differences that's kind of interesting here is that uh, in the script, right from the get-go, as we see that doorknob start turning, you hear McCready talking from the outside being like, hey, what's up? Like, why, what? something happened with the tow line. Let me in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, yeah. you know, uh, we get that a little later when he's in the supply room, he does talk through the door. But I think here... Yeah. It's it works so much better that we don't hear it. It's so eerie that we don't know sure. what's on the other side of that door and and what's going on with McCready, whether he's a person or not anymore. It's, it's <laughs> such a creepy idea. Yeah, and I like the idea that is it Palmer? Someone said, or maybe it's Windows that says, "You think he's turned into one of those things?" Like I, I think they're picturing you know this monster on the other side of the door. Said. So it's kind of fun to think of what, what they're worried about or what they think, you know, is on the other side. 
Yeah, it's true because, you know, we we know that regardless of whether he's a thing or not, he's just going to look like McCready probably when they open that door. Um, But yeah, obviously they've seen, uh, they've seen, I guess really all they've seen up to this point is the dog and they've seen, uh, you know, what happened at the Norwegian camp. So they they know the kind of you know the gory nastiness that can happen when the thing is is threatened yeah. or or you know whatever. So well, they've seen Fuchs, right? Well, yeah, I guess. The, well, all they've seen of Fuchs is just his. Oh no, they saw uh, Bennings. Is they saw Benning, half transformed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Right. I, I forgot always, about that. Yeah, I always confuse Fuchs and Bennings for some reason. Totally understandable. Yeah. Two uh, two kind of hippie looking bearded white dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they've seen Bennings too. So I guess that's that's maybe what's running through their head is something yeah. like that. That's kind of half half human and half something else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it is. You know, it, it's such a it's a very scary moment as, as a viewer even too, just because McCready's the person we've been following, and now he might be the threat outside the door. Right. So yeah, so now immediately they jump into this whole other mode where instead of fighting amongst each other, they're trying to decide if they want to let him in. So Childs is like, uh, let's just let him freeze out there. But Palmer is ready to, uh, Palmer's like, hey, just let him in. This is probably our best time to uh, take him out. (laughs) So, uh, which we get into a little bit more tomorrow. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's an interesting moment. This is another time when like, you know, before this, when we saw the the torn flight suit, uh, when Fuchs found it, we knew that, but the other characters weren't aware of that yet. But this is a moment where now everybody has a hard piece of evidence. You know, mo- most of the stuff they've been accusing everybody of, they don't really have um, a lot of solid reasoning behind why they think somebody's suspicious or not. But this is like the first piece of very obvious evidence that somebody is infected. And it's, yeah. and it's the person they've kind of entrusted to lead the group. So it's a very kind of unnerving moment for for them and the viewer. I think that's basically all I had. That's all I had in my notes. Uh, anything else you wanted to bring up for this one? No, I'm good. Cool. So I think that'll wrap up uh, minute 72 of The Thing. But uh, don't forget, you can always check us out on Facebook and Twitter at The Thing Minute. Uh, so you can join in the conversation there and give us your theories about you know what you think happened up at that shack or who's who's infected at this point and all that good stuff. Um, you know, this is this is a movie that's rich with opportunities for argument as long as we all don't uh, burst out into paranoid, violent uh <laughs> fights yeah so go go for it uh so you know join in that conversation for sure but uh don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of the thing minutes thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show please go to thethingminute.com there you'll find the show notes with links to anything we talked about on this episode and lots of other resources on the thing you can also find us on twitter at the thing minute and on facebook at facebook.com slash the thing minute But most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review us in iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. Check out other podcasts like this at moviesbyminutes.com, and be sure to head over to starwarsminute.com to listen to the team that started it all. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this is Harper, signing out. (laughs) 